This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And I start out by giving you the intention of these podcasts, which is to empower you and support you in exploring who you are. And even though I'm saying spiritual immersion, taking the plunge, the plunge is incremental, tiny changes that you are choosing to make in service to your highest truth, your highest knowing. You're moving from your knowing versus from your interpretations, your beliefs, your judgments, things that you thought but you don't know or don't believe are true. And that's a really huge element of this process is looking at what is it that you really truly believe is true versus what you do. There's the idea of um, absolute truths versus not you know relative truths. That's what I'm trying to say. Absolute truths are truths that you know to be true for everyone and everything. And then there's relative truths, which is um, some people have it and some people don't. Some people get it, some people don't. Some parts of the world do this and some people don't. Some other parts don't. That's a relative truth, relative to populations, situations, circumstances. What we're interested in and what I want you to be interested in for yourself is what is it that's your absolute truth? What is it that you truly believe yet you may not be willing to live as true? So for instance, David Hawkins talks about each one of us being 100% potentiality because we are oneness. We are universal source of all that is, every single one of us. So he talks about each of us being 100% potentiality. So if that's true, then how do I choose to live into and cultivate and develop that 100% potentiality as opposed to living in limitations and the limited truth of my consensus view of reality that says women get paid less than men, that the political system is this and religious systems are that and education is this and wealth is that. So all of these limiting, constraining ideas and perceptions that are so, so many of them are so unconscious, we don't even know we're (laughs) thinking them. We're in denial, if you will. We don't even know what we're thinking and we don't even know that our choices that we're making are coming from these perceptions and interpretations that we're not even conscious of. And why aren't we conscious of it? Because we trained ourselves to not think about it. We've trained ourselves to avoid and ignore. We've trained ourselves to use substances. We've trained ourselves to use guilt or shame or worry. We've trained ourselves to um, use, use various things like electronics to keep our, ourselves busy so that we're indistracted. So we don't have to think about what's really true. And am I, and, and I guess a really important piece here is that most of our suffering is caused by the fact that we aren't willing to look at and really acknowledge, hey, this is really true. So here's an instance. This is, this is quite transparent on my part. So I was married to a very nice person uh, for 12 years we were together. And when we parted, um, it was really important that we did that. And at the same time, I held him responsible for a lot of my suffering. And I, I was just so pissed off at him. And um, over over the years, so that was eight years ago that we separated, I was so pissed off at him. And at the same time, it's like, wait a second, let's get over this. There's no reason to keep carrying this. This is like four years ago or even five years ago. It's time to stop carrying this. 
pissed offness because it's not it's not doing anything for him and it's certainly creating suffering for me so it's like what's creating this suffering why am I holding on to this attachment that he's you know a bad guy or that he hurt me or that he didn't you know fill in the blanks why am I what am I attached to and I realized, and this was really scary, that I realized that my perceptions of him were actually perceptions of myself that I was, that he was mirroring of me. So um, perceptions like um, arrogance or narcissistic or selfish, self-centered, self-directed, self-directed in a sense like he, he's the only one that matters, right? And when I really looked at what I was upset about, I was like, I'm holding on to the fact that I'm the same way, but I don't want to look at that. I just want to look at somebody else and blame and, and point the finger. So the point of that is that so much of this process of spiritual immersion is beginning to look at and starting and getting immersing yourself in the process of looking at who you are and looking at who's the reflection in front of you or what is that person reflecting back to you so there's the inner directedness of this conversation and there's the outer directed element of this conversation so in a sense what's we're, we're each of us this is a part of a spiritual principle is we're each trying to figure out what our source is the source of me the source of you and how is that can that be the the greatest expression of my potentiality? How could that be the greatest potentiality in the expression of you? And where do we limit that? Where do we limit those things? And so quite often we do it by looking to other people and saying, well, they treated me this way, or they did that, or they do this. You know, we're in the United States, we have a president that's people, well, people, some people like him and some people don't like him and they're very strong opinions. I don't know what's true about that guy. I don't know. But that, that sense of outer directedness, he is that and he's doing this. And it's like, what am I left with? That's the question, whether we're, regardless of the relationship with any pe- people or places or things, I'm having a relationship with myself in relation to that. So, for instance, this this ex of mine, and I'm carrying on a relationship with my perceptions of him. I'm carrying on a relationship with myself, with these perceptions of him. And what am I not hearing and listening to that keeps me engaged in this finger pointing to him and the victiming of me when I'm the one that stayed I'm the one that put up with it. I'm the one that allowed myself to be treated that way. I'm the one that's responsible here. And that is the inner directed conversation that I need to see. This is the part that's really difficult in this spiritual immersion process is taking full responsibility for my choices and my actions and the consequences of my choices. My consequent, the consequence of choosing to stay in a relationship I love the guy. We had a wonderful time. And at the same time, there were things that created suffering for me. And I stayed. And the consequences of my staying is I wasn't happy and I suffered. I'm blaming him for that, but that's not him. I stayed. 
So it's kind of difficult sometimes and challenging. The challenge is to say, how am I 100% responsible for um, this relationship being what it is, whether it's money or a person, a marriage, a child, um, your home, my home, what's my, how am I 100% responsible for it being, I'm being how I am. That's the inner directedness. And quite often our spiritual materials, videos, books, um, teachers, they will help support you in looking at that, not as you victimizing yourself, which we can and we do. <laughs> I'm victimizing myself when I'm staying in a relationship that isn't working for me. And, and we always do that. Or the way that I'm perceiving, for instance, money, my perceptions of money, I'm a victim to my own perceptions about money. And this is a, the, the, a place where we start to extract ourselves from consensus view of reality and begin to transition into the spiritual principles of life. My, um, my sense of money and, and my context around money has been based on consensus view of reality. And in that, if I don't have enough, then I lack. If I lack, that means a bunch of stuff about me that would most likely keep me from making money. So I have to extract myself from that whole context and create a new context or create a different way of perceiving. And this is where we're, we're beginning to take ourselves out of the outer directed orientation in the world. Well, he said that, or my banker said this, or my accountant said that, or my investment broker said this, or my best friend said that, or my husband said this, and begin to go, well, what's true for me? What's, what's my truth? in this? What feels right for me? What's the resonance for me? Then we become more interdirected. That resonance is like, ah, that's, that's what's true for me because it resonates positively. If it's a dissonance, an irritable doesn't fit, it's not your truth. It's somebody else's truth. And so a big part of this immersion process is the willingness to own what's yours own your truth, own your perspective, own your beliefs, own your experience, rather than saying, well, it's not that important, or well, I shouldn't really fill in the blanks. So that's the, the process, and that's what I wanted this, the intention of this particular podcast is to say, there's a place where we go from outer directed, where your culture, your religion, your education, your environment, your political system, whatever it is, says, this is what you should do. This is who you should be. And there's a point where you go, wait, no, that doesn't work for me. That's not in alignment with what I know is my highest truth and my highest knowing. And being able to distinguish that sometimes can be really mushy, can be really um, challenging because it's like there is the there is like a gray area and it's really hard to get through that, that dilemma of what, how do I choose? How do I see myself? How do I know myself to be me? So there's a lot of questions in this process of spiritual immersion. And part of these podcasts is to support you in being with that and looking into spiritual materials that really work for you and in alignment with you. I quite often say, get this book, get Course in Miracles or Oneness or, you know, whatever, David Hawkins. But those work for me, but that may not be your source. That's not my, might not be what works for you. 
So you have to find your way. And that's pretty much it. If you'd like to um, contact me and uh, if you have comments or feedback or questions or you'd maybe like to work with me as a coach for a while, uh, you can email me at rosie at theparadigmshifts.com or you can go to my website, theparadigmshifts.com for blogs, videos, uh, other information about coaching. Uh, I have all my books there. Uh, you can also find my books on um, Amazon as Kindle books or in ebooks or as hard copies, not hard, you know, like in your hand kind of books. It's all there. All right. I'm sending you big hugs and love and um, thanks for participating. All right. Bye for now.